patience for yourself. Tribulation. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now... Here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, January 24th, 2024, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is A Sobering Look at the 2024 U.S. Election Year from an Underground Media Perspective. But before we get started, let us pray. Lord God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, we thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit be strong within this hour, doing that which you have prepared and ordained to be said and heard at this time for your people, Lord God. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary that I have the opportunity at uh, eternal life if I continue upon the straight and narrow path with you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast show for today. It is with a phrase that the Lord God once gave to my mother, Reverend Lois Baker Williams, uh, which is, seek ye the passage that blind men fail to see. My friends, this phrase has always stuck with me since the time my mother shared it with me many, many years ago. Why? Because it has a twofold meaning. First, there is the literal meaning, which is the uh, in this case, to seek the straight and narrow path or passage to eternal life made possible and provided for all who will choose it by way of the precious and holy shed blood of the one and only true and living God's one and only begotten Son, who is the only Savior of the world and whose name is Jesus Christ. There is, my friends, then the spiritual meaning, which is to seek the word of God 
in and on all matters in this life. For the Bible, which is the very word of God, holds all the answers that we have need of concerning life, death, and eternity. With that said, just before we dive into our first piece of the day, as promised last week, today I have for you the results of the new settings of the hands of the 2024 Doomsday Clock, if you missed it. It, uh, let's see, which is that uh, it was revealed yesterday, January 23rd, 2024, uh, that the placement of the hands of the clock uh, places it exactly at one minute and 30 seconds to midnight. Or as I always like to say, quoting another phrase that the Lord God uh, gave to my mother, Reverend Lois, which is that it is 1159 and split seconds until the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the year 2023, my friends, the time recorded on the world's doomsday clock was 100 seconds to midnight, which translates to a minute and 40 seconds. So, in other words, that time has now, uh, in the world's thinking, been reduced by 10 seconds to 1 minute and 30 seconds. Uh, let us now uh, change gears and take a look at, as our title for today's uh, piece reflects, take a uh, sobering look at the 2024 el election year from an underground media perspective. Let us let me just say that again, my friends. Let us now change gears and take a look as our title for today reflects a sobering look at the 2024 U.S. election year from an underground media perspective. My friends, as I begin to share with you this interesting and thought-provoking peace, let us not lose sight of something that I say to you quite often, which is that the Lord God can and has used a donkey to convey his message. With that said, all I am going to say is that this piece is brought to you by, via a very, this piece, my friends, is brought to you via a very controversial online underground media source and is titled, wait for it, Assassination Season Officially Opens in America, of which the writer thereof begins by presenting a cited quote from American political songwriter James Thomas Kesterson Jr., which is as follows. This country, America, has been around for over 240 years, and we have never had one president who was assassinated by a person with no ties to the U.S. government. 
With that said, the writer of this piece continues thusly by stating, My dear friends, on the 16th of January, the day after the Iowa caucus vote, the Axios uh, article, 31 minutes, Trump's historic Iowa victory puts America on notice, revealed the astonishing speed and uh, and swept and swept of former President Trump's victory in the Iowa caucus last night delivered a massive wake-up call to Republican skeptics still dreaming of a post-MAGA world. Inevitably, has been the prevailing theme of Trump's quest for the third straight GOP nomination. His historic war in Iowa, sorry, his historic win, it could be considered a war, his historic win in Iowa declared by the networks just 31 minutes after caucusing began moves the country one step closer to the longest general election campaign in modern history. Then this morning, meaning this morning, Breitbart reported the Associated Press or AP called the New Hampshire primary for former President Donald Trump 27 minutes faster than it called the Iowa caucuses. On Tuesday night, the AP uh, called the race for Trump just four minutes after the polls closed. The reduced time between the two calls shows the establishment media's recognition of Trump's dominance in the Republican primary process. President Donald Trump's last remaining opponent for the Republican Party presidential nominee is, according to this piece, warmongering neocon former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, who spent $31 million on her losing New Hampshire primary bid. CNN reported that 70% of voters in the New Hampshire supporting Haley uh, weren't registered Republicans. And the New York Times worryingly assessed this morning the results on Tuesday night when Trump followed his uh, commanding victory in the Iowa caucus uh, with a compelling one in New Hampshire in the New Hampshire primary, leaves Haley with no plausible path to the Republican nomination. Not unless something extraordinary happens. Along with its uh, four-year presidential election season, uh, America also has its annual deer hunting season, about which the article America's Hunters are uh, pretty amazing revealed there were over 600,000 hunters in this season in the state of Wisconsin allow me to restate that number 600,000 says the writer just before going on to say over the last several months Wisconsin's hunters became the eighth largest army in the world That number pales in comparison to the 750,000 who hunted in the woods of Pennsylvania and Michigan's 700,000. 
thousand hunters hmm, toss in a quarter million hunters in west virginia and it literally establishes the fact that the hunters of those four states alone would comprise the largest army in the world and then add in the total number of hunters in the other 46 states it's millions more the writer then says, uh, I started thinking about the American deer hunting season after Council on Foreign Relations, you know, that has been manipulating American elections and foreign policy for over a century. Research fellow Jacob Ware released the day after the Iowa caucus his uh, open letter, assassination attempts are on the rise worldwide. Is the U.S. next? Wherein he warningly observed, barely one day passed, barely one day passed in 2024 before another reminder was issued of one of the most serious developments in national security and terrorism: the increasing prevalence of political assassinations around the world. The United States has avoided a successful high-profile assassination during the recent escalation in domestic political violence, but not for the lack of trying. And evidence that the assassination season in America has officially opened began with the article, Wall Street Donors Plan Haley Fundraiser After New Hampshire. Among these Wall Street donors will be Alex Soros, uh, about whom it was just reported. Alex Soros, the son of George Soros, sent a message via his Twitter account that is troubling. Being uh, suitable like a brick through a uh, window, the billionaire leftist posts a picture of a bullet hole and $47. President Trump is going to be the 47th president. An anti-Trump political action committee, Lincoln Project, co-founder and board member Rick Wilson publicly issued the order. Quote, the donor class can't just sit back on the sidelines and say, oh, well, don't worry, this will all work itself out. They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. That's a fact. My friends, that statement that this Mr. Wilson, this Rick Wilson made was taken from a video from an interview with MSNBC videotape clip. This piece continues when the writer further states the anti-Trump political action committee Lincoln Project publicly ordering the assassination of President Trump has been exposed for its vile pedophile crimes in articles like the real Lincoln Project scandal. It was further exposed in and beyond chilling in in and beyond uh, a chilling 10-part documentary, Fall of the Cabal, produced by award-winning Dutch filmmaker Janet o- uh, Odesbard, 
uh, who, after documenting the crimes of globalist socialist elites, went missing for weeks in November and was found dead of a supposed suicide, which was followed by articles appearing like Pizzagate investigator who exposed VIP uh, uh, pedophile network to millions found dead from suicide. The writer of this piece continues by stating at a public event yesterday, President Joe Biden was continuously attacked by enraged leftist protesters. And when watching uh, the lack of response from the Secret Service, reporters were caught on a hot mic uh, fearfully observing, well, That was interesting. I guess that's the way it's going to be. That's going to happen continuously. Got to have a lot more uh, security laid out around this place. The writer then states, they learned today a fearful observation worth noting because the elite ruling America also publicly assassinated Democratic Party leader President John Kennedy. And as to why these elites hate and detest President Biden, it can be uh, glimpsed in an article now appearing like billionaires want Billionaires wanted to save the news industry. They're losing a fortune. In this very strange but informative piece, the writer continues by stating, in my dear sister's report, CIA goes 007 James Bond, uh, bonkers at Ukraine face as Ukraine faces full-blown rebellion sent to you yesterday, They alerted you that Ukraine Nazi regime leader, President Volodymyr uh, Zelensky, is preparing to place Director Lieutenant General Kirlo uh, Butinov uh, of the main uh, directorate of the intelligence of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine in charge of military. Military spy chief Lieutenant General Butinov has no military command experience, but he has close ties with the CIA and is, wait for it, an expert in conducting assassinations and terrorist attacks in foreign countries. And as to how monstrously ruthless military spy chief Lieutenant General Butinov is, today it was beyond shockingly reported Kiev's forces knowingly downed a Russian plane carrying Ukraine prisoners of war that crashed on Wednesday, killing all on board. The attack used either U.S.-made or German air defense systems. For those, the writer says, knowing uh, true history, the official assassination season in America always opens during and in the aftermath of its failed wars with the latest one claiming the lives of President John Kennedy and his brother, Senator Robert Kennedy Jr., claimed the lives of anti-war civil rights Uh, leaders Malcolm X and Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King, uh, gravely wounded President Ronald Reagan and Governor George Wallace, 
and nearly twice killed President Gerald Ford. And it is uh, and is a list that does doesn't include the mysterious deaths of hundreds of powerful political and business leaders who chose the wrong side. And I'd like to stop there for a minute because I think we have another situation that might be coming into play on that that I wasn't even uh, thinking about today when this this fringy piece was placed before me to be that which we'd be sharing. And I do believe that what took place between yesterday and today in our real world here uh, with uh, Jeff DeWitt and uh, Carrie Lake having a uh, conversation that was leaked yesterday by the Daily Mail political arm of the UK publication yesterday. And today, Jeff DeWitt Uh, resigning from his position kind of sheds light on why the Lord would even allow me to bring a piece like this, because we need to know what's going on behind the scenes with these people who run the country. With that said, I continue on. Uh, The writer says, with the official assassination season in America open, once again, it is best to its best defense to minimize deaths is uh, a constantly alert media, meaning the alternative media, my friends, like us out here, ready to fearlessly report the truth no matter what the consequences are. And for anyone still believing that the fake news leftist corporate media establishment will do this, well, the writer says, I can only remind you that they are the ones that told you the fairy tales about Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, and Ukraine military victories, which are just a small share of the lies they constantly brainwash you into believing. <laughs> Woo! And on that very hauntingly strange and at the same time interesting And thought-provoking note, my friends, I will be right back after the break with a more spiritual message of encouragement when we continue our broadcast today. In this time of desperation Doubt and fear There is only one foundation We believe We believe We believe in God the Father We believe in Jesus Christ We believe in the Holy Spirit Giving us new life We believe in the crucifixion We believe that he conquered death We believe in the resurrection And he's coming back again We believe So Songs we sing 
Okay, now, my friends, we want to be ready when the Lord Jesus Christ appears soon and very soon in his unexpected to the world at large return in the rapture. So that's why we're really here today to bring the word of the Lord Jesus Christ and the good news uh, of the fact that he took our place. The Lord Jesus Christ took our place upon the cross of Calvary so that we may have eternal life. My friends, eternal life means time without end. You want to spend it in heaven, not in the lake of fire. That's why we want to be ready to meet the Lord Jesus Christ upon his return. Or when we enter into eternity by taking our last breath. Okay, now my friends, now that we are done looking at the worldly side of life here in 2024, I have a question for you, which is, have you ever heard of the story of the refiner's fire? Well, if you've listened to this broadcast, you've heard it before. But if not, please allow me to once again tell you all about it. It is based on the third verse of Malachi chapter 3 in reference to the one and only true and living God of heaven, earth and Israel, who is the heavenly father of my Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and long awaited Messiah uh, and yours too, I hope who is uh, the only hope and savior of all mankind, my friends, whose name there again is Jesus Christ and says that he, this verse in Malachi chapter three says, he will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. And as the story goes, it is said that this verse puzzled some women in a Bible study, and they wondered what this statement meant about the character uh, and nature of God. One of the women offered to find out the process of refining silver and get back to the group at their next Bible study. That week, the woman called a silversmith and made an appointment to watch him at work. She didn't mention anything about the reason for her interest beyond her curiosity about the process of refining silver. As she watched the silversmith, he held a piece of silver over the fire and let it heat up. He explained that in refining silver, one needs to hold the silver in the middle of the fire where the flames were the hottest as to burn away all the impurities. The woman thought about God holding us in such a hot spot. And then she thought again about the verse that says he sits as a refiner and a purifier of silver. She asked the silversmith if it was true that he had to sit there in front of the fire the whole time the silver was being refined. The man answered, 
that, yes, he not only had to sit there holding the silver, but he had to keep his eyes on the silver the entire time it was in the fire. For the silver was, for if the silver was left a moment too long in the flames, it would be destroyed. The woman was silent for a moment. Then she asked the silversmith, how how do you know when the silver is fully refined? He smiled at her and answered, oh, that's easy. When I see my image in it. My friends, the story of the refiner's fire just shared is a beautiful story of whose author is unknown. But let us now go to the source material, which was used in the bringing of these delightful and at the same time soul-shaking words for, shall we say, food for spiritual thought for the days and times that we now find ourselves living in. For the story behind the story, which is found in the Word of God, beginning in Malachi chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, where at at that time Malachi was commissioned by the Lord God of heaven and moved upon by the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit to pin these very words from the mouth of God, firstly, for the ears of Israel, as a nation, and ultimately the ears of all mankind upon the face of this earth, and were written thusly with God speaking, beginning in verse 1. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. But who uh, may abide or stand for him, in other words, my friends, in the day of his coming? And who shall stand or rest in him, my friends, when he appeareth? For he and the he that God, the Lord God is referring to here is the Lord Jesus Christ, is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. And he shall set as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he shall purify the sons of Levite and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord, as in the days of old and as in former years. And I, the Lord God said, will come near to you, judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers and against the adulterers and against false swearers and against those that oppose the hireling in his wages, the widow and the fatherless and that turn aside the stranger from his right, and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Even from the days of your fathers, ye are gone away from mine ordinances, and have not kept them. Return unto me, 
and I will return into you. And this is where Israel is coming into a time right now, my friends. Since October 7th, they're coming into this time that is going to lead up to them, that will of the Jewish people to return unto the Lord God. The Lord says, return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But she said, wherein shall we return? Now, my friends, moving on to Malachi chapter 3, verses 13 through 18, the Lord God continues by reminding Israel, as well as the rest of mankind, your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord, yet ye say, what have we spoken so much against thee? Ye have said, it is vain to serve God, and what profit it that we have kept his ordinance, and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts. My friends, in verses 15 through 17, Malachi continues pinning the words of the Lord God that speak not only of Malachi's time, but of the very hour in which we now find ourselves living in here, just before the unexpected, to the world at large, that is, return of the bridegroom, who is the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, and whose name is Jesus Christ, in what is called the rapture of the church, who are as well called his bride, and was thusly penned for all to read and heed, Beginning in verse 15, it is said, And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. Hmm, seems like that just happened in the last day or so from some things we just talked about. The word of God continues, When they that fear the Lord speak often one to another, Uh, And the Lord hearkened or listened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feareth the Lord and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Remember, folks, for as much as the world at large hates it, the name of which God refers to in Malachi chapter 3, verse 16, is the name of his one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, who is as well the only hope and Savior of all mankind. That is to say, of all mankind that will receive him, by having their names written in the Lamb's book of life, which translates to God's book of remembrance. In verse 18, the Lord God concludes by saying to those who uh, at the moment don't even realize that one day soon and very soon they will find themselves literally occupying Jerusalem and walking with the Lord Jesus Christ in the soon coming time of what the Bible calls the millennial kingdom 
reign of the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who there again is Jesus Christ, of which time is just about upon us all, my friends. Verse 18 states, then shall ye return, speaking to those Jewish people that will be living in the millennial kingdom time, among others, my friends, then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. My friends, if today you're feeling the heat of the refiner's fire, remember that the Lord God has a plan for you. And his eyes are ever upon you and will keep watch over you until he sees his image in you. That is, if you will only grant him the permission to do so by surrendering your mind, body, heart, soul, and spirit to him by way of a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, who there again is Jesus Christ. For then, my friends, you will find that no matter what you must endure in this life, in the end, you will walk hand in hand in eternal life with the Lord Jesus Christ upon the streets of gold in the eternal kingdom of God, which is better known as heaven in the city of gold, which is to say the new Jerusalem that is to come after the millennial kingdom reign of our Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah, who is Jesus Christ. When and where there will be time no more, for God will watch over you. Because his one and only begotten Son, my friends, who is Jesus Christ, is your only Savior. My friends, even now, but especially during the year called 2024, which is according to the Lord God, the year of total deception, of which we can expect to see that which has not been seen before from this time going forward. It is said by the Lord God in Malachi chapter 4, verses 1 through 6, For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name, the Lord says, shall the Son of Righteousness who is the son of righteousness, my friends? It is the Lord Jesus Christ. But as for you, unto you that fear my name, shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. And ye shall go forth and grow up as calves in the stall, of the stall rather. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, both physical and spiritual Israel, my friends, in this case, because we're talking about physical Israel and what they're about to enter into, and spiritually us that are grafted into that same vine. 
with the statutes and judgments, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. My friends, the first part of what the Lord God promised has already come to pass in the fact that he sent John the Baptist to preach repentance and to announce the beginning of the Lord Jesus Christ's ministry here upon the earth when he said that Jesus was the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Who, my friends, was and is and always will be the only way of escape from the wrath of God that is soon and very soon to be poured out upon the ungodly, the godless, and godless of this present world at large during the time of what is called the Great Tribulation and the time of Jacob's trouble or Israel's trouble. Jacob's or Israel's trouble, my friends, which is set to take place after the rapture of the church during the open tyrannical rule and reign of the Antichrist, which takes place in the second three and a half years of which are known as the seven year, the, uh, as the seven years of tribulation, aka the seventieth week of Daniel, my friends. The time is drawing ever so near for the return of the Lord and only Savior, who is Jesus Christ, for His bride, who are the church that is ready, watching and waiting, ready, watching, waiting, and praying for His imminent return in the rapture or catching away of the saints. My friends, I have recently heard it said that there is no need to ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart, but that, my friends, would be a lie straight from the mouth of Satan himself to the ears of all mankind who will be deceived by it. Because in all the scriptures that they used making their case, they never used these Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 18, that Paul begins by stating that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, I like to say right living in the Lord Jesus Christ, and with the mouth, the word of God says, confession is made unto salvation, which is your way of escape from the work that the Lord Jesus Christ, by way of the work that the Lord Jesus Christ did upon the cross of Calvary for all mankind who will receive it, my friends. The scripture continues by saying, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, my friends. The word of God continues by saying, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The name of the Lord, my friends, is Jesus Christ. Continuing on in verse 14, it is then said, how then shall they uh, call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? 
And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, the word of God says, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel for Isaiah or Isaiah saith, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But I say, Paul says, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went out into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. But I say, did not Israel know? First, Moses saith, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people and by a foolish nation. I will anger you. Isaiah uh, or Isaiah said, he is very bold, Paul says, and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not for me. But to Israel, he saith, all the day long, I have stretched forth my hands unto the disobedient and gainsaying people. My friends, did I mention that the source that was trying to convince people that they had no need to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive them of their sins, for my friends, that is exactly what asking the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart means, were those who call themselves Jews, but who are not, meaning they are from this movement of Jewish roots, which has nothing to do with Israel and has nothing to do with Christianity as laid out in the word of God. With that said, my friends, today is the day of salvation. Today, we need to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And my friends, guess what? The only people that will be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ are those who have given their hearts to the Lord Jesus Christ. The rest of the world, my friends, they're not looking for the second coming. Well, let's don't even call it the second coming here. Let's, they're not looking for the unexpected return of the Lord Jesus Christ in the rapture. It seems as though the whole world's waiting for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, but that's because uh, those who are left behind, my friends, they will definitely be here for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We will be with the Lord Jesus Christ as he makes that second coming return. So today, while it is still yet called today, my friends, we need to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for the unexpected return of the Lord Jesus Christ in what is called the rapture or catching away of the saints, the church, or his bride, the Lord Jesus Christ's bride, for he is the bridegroom. My friends, today, while it is still yet called today, is the day to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to ask him to forgive you of your sins and to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for his imminent return in the rapture so that we can return with him in his second coming. 
my friends. The rapture is still part of the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends. That is why his second coming is called his second coming, because it is his final coming in to set up his millennial kingdom here upon the earth and to subdue and cast into the lake of fire the false prophet and the antichrist beast alive along with those who chose not to receive him as their him the lord jesus christ as their only way of escape from the wrath of god my friends in the destroying of this present earth at its end my friends today while it is still yet called today you need to listen to that small, still voice of the Holy Spirit wooing you in your heart, saying, you know that you need to give your heart over to the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, my friends, I, I want to share something with you that's kind of personal here today. <sighs> A year ago today, on the 24th day of January 2023, was the last day that I ever was able to speak with my brother in a general conversation upon the face of this planet. I had one more meeting with him on the 29th day of January last year after that. And he was, he was already in a heavenly mind because just two weeks later, he was in heaven. And on the 29th day of uh, January last year, when I received that second and last conversation with him, all he really wanted to tell everybody, and he was telling his nurses in the hospital, he was telling me, and I knew that something was not right, so I sent family members to go check on him, and he told them all about it as well. And the thing that he had to say, and it was the only thing on his mind, was that Jesus is coming, and Jesus is coming very soon. And my friends, knowing that he was passed on to the Lord in just two weeks from that period of time that he made those statements, I know that he had an audience uh, before the Lord Jesus Christ where he was told that to tell us because in the end, he's already there and that was the last thing he told us all here on this earth, that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming and he's coming soon. So my friends, just remember that if you do not have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in good standing or one at all, where you've asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and you're living the life that the Lord God outlines in the Bible for a Christian that is becoming of a Christian to live, when the Lord Jesus Christ appears in the rapture, you won't even know that it's happened. You'll just be left behind and seemingly the days will go on just as the day before it all took place. Except you will then begin to see soon and very soon the tyrannical rule and reign of the Antichrist begin to take hold upon this world such as never before. Because he has been granted 
42 months to rule and reign by the Lord God over the entire earth, every kindred, every spirit, and every nation, my friends. No one will be exempt except those that the Lord God of the Jewish people will hide in the mountains of Petra. Everyone else in this world will either bow to the uh, the rule and reign of the Antichrist and take the mark of the beast, which will doom your soul for all eternity without ever uh, a remedy, or you will have to not renounce the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that he is the Lord and only Savior of the world, and to have your head removed because of it. I would say that it would be a good idea to receive the Lord Jesus Christ on this side of the rapture so that you can enjoy the benefits of that which he has prepared even before the foundation of this world was ever laid for you to enjoy in this life as he keeps his right hand a blessing upon you until you go through to the end and meet him on the other side, whether it be through death or by way of the rapture. My friends, the Lord has a glorious and victorious life for you even now, my friends. But you must surrender your life to him, that he is the Lord, Master, Savior, and soon-coming King to receive it and to Know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly for yourself. To ask the Lord God to bestow upon you the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues so that you may operate in the power of God in your life, your walk, your ministry, and in the knowing of the word of God. With that said, my friends, today, if you've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Savior, this is your day. And time is running out, my friends. I mean, the things that are beginning to take place in this world, even those that we've began to see in the last 24 days, are, are they're just mounting. And it's we're at the end. This is another phrase that the Lord has given me personally. And that is, we are at the, be- we are at the end and we shall not begin again, my friends. Things are not... Uh, business as usual. We are headed to the day that we will be separated from this world and we will be either in heaven or in the lake of fire for all eternity. The choice is purely and simply up to you. If you ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and begin to walk with him, begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself and to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit, then you're going to be ready to go on to heaven and to spend your eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. But otherwise, if you do not, you will be forever cast into the lake of fire with Satan, his evil angels, demons, and all those, my friends, who chose the same as you, which is not to honor the Lord Jesus Christ as your only way of escape and Savior, and as the one and only begotten Son of the one and only true and living God, who sent his one and only begotten Son to be the Savior of this world. With that said, my friends, today, if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, please say this prayer with me. This is what the Bible says that we are to do 
We just read it in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, to be exact, among other places, my friends. But that's one of the most clear-cut places that you will find, that we are to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are to ask him to forgive us of our sins. We are to let him know that we know that we are sinners in need of a Savior. And my friends, we have to do all of this from a broken and contrite heart and spirit, because the Lord God that we serve, he knows the end from the beginning. And so he already knows if what you are saying you believe in your heart and you must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and the Lord God and the power working and anointing of his Holy Spirit in your heart, not just from your head. With that said, let us pray today, my friends, to receive the Lord Jesus Christ if you have not. And my friends, if you're off track with the Lord and you need to rededicate your life to the Lord Jesus Christ because you've backslidden and fallen away from the things of God, today is your day as well. But it begins, it it all begins again by repenting first and the Lord seeing your heart and drawing you closer again as you begin to walk with him as you did before the fall. With that said, let us pray. Dear Lord God, I humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking. Lord God, I thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing and all that you've yet to do. And Lord God, I thank you for sending your one and only begotten Son, who is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, to be my only Savior and way of escape from the wrath that is to be poured out upon this evil and wicked earth. Thank you, Lord God, for this gift. Lord Jesus, I humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking. Lord Jesus, I know that you are faithful and true to hear my prayer if I come with a broken and contrite heart and spirit. And today, Lord Jesus, I come and ask you to please forgive me of my sins. I know that I am a sinner in need of a Savior, and without you, I will end up in the lake of fire. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary that I may have eternal life if I stay upon the straight and narrow path with you, not looking to the left or right, but moving straight forward in the power working and anointing of the word of God as propelled by the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, thank you for shedding your precious and holy blood for me upon the cross of Calvary. And today I ask you to forgive me of my sins and to be my Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would have your way in my life each and every day, that you would first prompt me to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, so that I may operate in the full knowledge of your word, Lord God, by the power, working and anointing of your Holy Spirit that can bring all things to my remembrance. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would help me to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for myself. And I ask it all in Jesus' precious and holy name. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. And with that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee his perfect shalom or peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again.
join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?